Yeah. Todos están pendientes a ti, pero tú puesta para mí. I always like to look on the optimistic side of life, but I'm also realistic enough to know that life is also complex. It's a complex matter. Welcome to Late Night Sight. I'm your host, Tiff Marie. And I'm your host, Courtney Grace. And today we have here, sitting at the table with us, Mr. Edwin Anthony Rodriguez. Yes. Uh. Eddie for short. <laughs> What's up, Mr. Edwin? Feel me, we here. <laughs> Brooklyn, talk to me. <laughs> Chef E is in the building. We got major personality in the building. So, Edwin, Edwin Anthony Rodriguez. I'm not going to say the name every time like that, though. I'm gonna just. He said Chef I'm E. I'm going to hit Eddie. Chef E. <laughs> oh, Chef E, I'm going to hit the Eddie. <laughs> is uh is a chef he's a chef he's just a, a big chef right now he's blowing the fuck up right now like he got the meals he he's got doing the meals events he just sat me down and put me through all the events he has going on this week he does vegan non-vegan dishes he has alkaline cookbooks coming up Dead-ass. black vegan festival this guy is really popping off right now in the cooking industry Boom. i'm interested let us tell know. us about it let's start let's start from from not day one but Part one. Why did you decide to be a chef? We talking about right here, New York City cooking. Um, I started becoming a chef because the girls in class were really pretty. <laughs> Wait, which class? If this boy don't grab his mic and talk into <laughs> Yo, it, I was I got like, the who's mic. gonna tell me? He is so cool right now. I got the mic. <laughs> He's too swaggy. He thought he was the Fresh Prince of New York. <laughs> I got the mic. All the way in the back. Yo. I found the mic, guys. <laughs> he found the mic. That's because I gave him that Ciroc, so it kind of threw him off real quick. Thanks. Never slipping. I found the mic. I was cool. <laughs> we're we're going to go right back to the question of why did you, uh, you know, want to become a chef? Listen. <laughs> that was funny as shit. I'm not going to lie. This is my destiny. You feel me? <laughs> now, we started cooking in the culinary class in our high school. There's some pretty girls in the class. And uh, I was always creative, so I wanted to take advantage of that. And I definitely joined that class. <laughs> culinary school or culinary class? Like, were you taking Cul- home economics and nah, they was teaching <laughs> you how to make snickerdoodle cookies? Or Listen, definitely it was not home economics. This was a culinary class. Culinary for, um, you know what I'm saying? It was huge. It was a huge program, and I was in it. Did you go to culinary school? Nah, I learned by being a, a cook and a chef in New York City restaurants. 50 New York City restaurants I've cooked in, from German to French to Spanish, everything. So I learned by working, and they were paying me, so. Hey. Wait, so, and you're Puerto Rican, so you got that whole flavor going on just. With the food that he left. Right. In the freezer for us. I was I mean, really heartbroken. Because he was cooking for the Knicks. 
Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. And then we had to starve, so we get, yeah. we get left in the dust. Cause we of, ain't nobody. A lot of people ate today. Just some pockets. A just lot of people ate today, us. except for us. <laughs> Late night life did not have Hungry. a meal. <laughs> Luckily, my parents got me some food. Just waiting for me at home. Nice. Listen, now, now they gotta come to one of the events. I pulled up on them. They gotta pull up on me. No, of course we pulling up. No, we but love food. So regardless, where we <laughs> wherever you say food, we we're there. gonna be there. Yeah, we got witnesses. <laughs> they money is no good they just gotta pull up <laughs> so what is like your management kind of lifestyle how do you manage yourself between the events and um just you having time to make the meal preps to you working i got a great manager for that his name is veggie frito i don't manage anything i'm the creative engine oh that's I what love i was talking to I mr frito i expected yes. him to be here you know nah mr. he manages Free, you know? he's busy <laughs> managing right now Mm, congratulations, Mr. Manager, signing, signing, signing. It's the best. <laughs> so I see you have a great sense of humor. What what brings you, like, what makes you that type of person? And, you know, being in the kitchen, you're not really, a, like, a... I never found being in the kitchen the type of experience that you have with other people, mm-hmm. unless it's, like, your family and it's right. Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So how do you, like, still build that sense of humor? Humor. I, I grew up thinking I was the least funny person in my family. Like, I always thought I was funny and people laughed at my jokes, but I was definitely less funny than the people I grew up with. Um, so definitely like that, that comes from inside. I like making people laugh. Mm -hmm. It's the same as cooking. When I cook for people and they're happy, I'm a part of that experience. And, um, when I make people laugh, you know, I've laughed at funeral homes and I've laughed in emergency (laughs) rooms. I could respect that 100 fucking percent. I could really respect that. I'm not laughing anywhere where there's people dying. (laughs) I'm crying. But just, you know, being able to be confident in what's going on within your situation to just push away from that that's what you have to do before we drag you through our questionnaire tell us a little (laughs) more about yourself like you said you from brooklyn what part of brooklyn you from brooklyn shout out your your side sunset park brooklyn first first time first time i was ever on tv i was like wow no one from my neighborhood a lot of people from my neighborhood don't come out of my neighborhood um just you know, I was very proud. That's where I grew up. You know what I'm saying? So Brooklyn, Brooklyn, 90s Brooklyn. Like, love it. You can, there's nothing like it. You said you worked at 50 restaurants. At, at the same time? 50 restaurants <laughs> in New York City. No, at the uh, same. Not at the same. It's a 15 year. Say, nigga, you lit. This is a 15 <laughs> year Superman. process. A 15 year study um, with the cooking. That was my hustle. You feel me? So it wasn't even nothing. That's my hustle. That's always been my hustle. Food has always been my hustle. You worked at Panera Bread? Nah, I worked at Burger King, though. Panera Bread <laughs> better, yo. I worked at Panera Bread. Nah. Panera Bread is better. That's I, real, like, chefing it up, really. I, I, yeah, I, I was like... food. No, I was chefing it up. I was chefing up <laughs> homemade salads, <laughs> paninis. I wouldn't take it back for the world. It showed Listen, me how to cut a pineapple properly, cut the sides that off. That first Burger King I worked <laughs> at in Sunset Park, top. I die. I die for that. You feel me? I Are die for that Burger King in Sunset Park, you feel me? I believe you. I, I, I really That do. was down the block where I used to live. That Burger King was popping. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the jobs, your first jobs down the street from your crib, those be the best. I try to always make my house, Aye. my commute, like five minutes. Best, right? Y'all, y'all hearing these inner city vibes? We all know that that first job, if mm-hmm. it wasn't Chipotle or whatever, down right? the block. You got to start somewhere, and it got to be close. Because first off, you know you don't life. know how to commute. 
Mind you. <laughs> yeah, and you're working mad OT because you right down the block. And like, all your friends is coming to see you like, yo, you right. working a day? Yeah, I'm Pulling working a day. First off, yes, I'm giving you the nuggets, I'm giving you the <laughs> french fries, <laughs> and I'm giving you four drinks, and I'm giving you four McFlurries. Nigga, what else do you need? You paying a family. Tiffany, I used to pull up on Tiffany and get that. What? I said my mom. I was like, mom, go get Tiffany. She had McDonald's right same That same summer, I worked at McDonald's and I worked at Carvel. Niggas loved me. They used to be like, yo, we pulling up on Tiffany. Six to two. Then I'm gonna catch her at that place. Six to ten. She at work. Tiff, you work in a day. Pull up. Rum and raisin on Dead me. Ass. Rum and raisin on me. Say it. It's what it is. You you gotta start somewhere, and that's what the kids need to learn. Because you know, there's a lot of kids that see um, fast money being made, and they just want to be out and swiping cards, and right. they don't know that there's fun in working. There's summer, actually right. yeah, there's actually fun what in you building Yo. your. Definitely, building yourself. Definitely want to touch on that because I like a lot of people, they point out weaknesses. I point out strengths. If you see an opportunity, if you're a person who d- does not like to work and you see an opportunity where you can live your best life, you know, everyone got their path. It. You feel me? I'm not here to judge. But um, my path was just working in 50 restaurants in New York City. I learned from every one of those restaurants. I learned about business. I learned about people. I learned about all different ethnicities. Um, I learned about working hard, and it really gives me the stamina, you know what I'm saying, to keep doing what I do Just no to what. give us, like, a little bit of a snapshot. So what are some of the restaurants, just to see the areas that you kind of... So definitely what will happen, this usually is scheduled with a chef. Take a daytime job, maybe like 6 a.m. you're doing breakfast. Maybe like 6 a.m. to like 10, 6 to 12, you're doing a breakfast shift. Then for lunch, you're free. So boom, you'll have like a different lunch job, or you'll have a, a dinner job. So you might be the chef from like 4 to... 11 at one place five days a week and then you're the am chef at another place like hmm. six to like 12 Grind. during the week and then since you're eating at that job you could just like go home and like sleep what do right. you right. when you go home just yeah. no you're definitely sleep. right i used to bring home food for my family i used to be like i already ate four times today Facts. Facts. <laughs> i was picking at everything at everything work. yep Facts. always picking. when i used to work at the mexican restaurant hmm. Every appetizer was coming to the bar. Like, whose food is Girl. that? Let me taste this Chucky Monkey. <laughs> That's a lot of people. I don't know if I like food. chocolate. Facts. <laughs> All right, so, um, so you, so from Brooklyn, did you ever move out of Brooklyn? You, you still live here. Um, yeah, I moved out of Brooklyn a lot, and I loved it because I was able to see a lot of different. I lived in Elizabeth, New Jersey. I lived in Newark. I lived in Washington Heights. I lived in um mm. the LES. Been around. Um, Sunset Park, Bushwick, Franklin Ave. So I lived in all those different parts of Brooklyn and New York. Like Washington Heights is way different than Sunset Park. Coney Island, where I went to school, is way different than East Harlem. Where'd you go to school at in Coney Island? On John Dewey. That's not the school where everybody goes that play basketball, no. Nah, Nah, Lincoln. My my bro, bro went to Lincoln with Sebastian Telfair. Facts. Yeah, no, that's not (laughs) I Dead ass. <laughs> okay, so um, you also do uh, meal preps. What got you into that? Because I know you do the fitness. So does your fitness uh, correlate with your cooking and uh, your meal plans? Like, does that correlate? Is there a correlation there? I mean, we got so many things going on with the company. It really don't be coordinated all the way. It's really like we following how how we could reach the most amount of people and help them. Mm-hmm. So it, it changes. At, at certain weeks, I'll do a lot of meal prep. I'm not going to give no numbers because, you know what I'm saying, we, we still a growing company and, and we looking great, but um, do a lot of numbers on the meal prep. Mm-hmm. And then some weeks I'll do a little bit less to focus on a big community event. 
if I do mm-hmm. two or three charities, like I go to first grade classes and I go and cook for these schools, and a lot of these schools are low income. Wow. So I go and cook for these students. Wow. Wow. I wish you had. You need. I need. You need to get hooked up with Mr. Wheeler. Right. He's <laughs> trying to figure out. He's trying to. Uh, yeah. The keys out. to the, the community. community. Really. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll link y'all. Don't yeah. worry. The All chef right. that we had on prior Pre- previously. Was, oh. Yeah. He's looking to. He's looking for an avenue to. Let get me to break. The this might be the most important thing I say right here. It's real mm-hmm. easy. So I always have a lot of friends. A lot of my friends grew up to be teachers. So it's just a matter of That's one. That's hot commodity. Well, putting yourself out there. Putting yourself out there. Um, you know, closed mouths don't get fed. So uh, you put yourself out there, and a lot of these people reach out to me. I've done a Children's Museum of Manhattan for the Puerto Rican Day Parade. I represented um, Puerto Rican Heritage and Puerto Rican Dishes on the parade. Um, I did uh, New York Presbyterian Hospital. My job. Um, Led, I did the chalk program. Chalk? Yeah, the What's chalk. That? That's a program in New York Presbyterian Hospital. I never heard of that. <laughs> it's on one side. <laughs> <laughs> I know about everything oh. research no, related, but I don't well, know. That about hospital that. huge, I got you. It is. It was a great it's that event was amazing because that was my first time going back to my old community. I'm literally going back to two blocks where I used to live. Um one six eight. Um I'm there and the minute I make my dishes, people are like, Oh my gosh, we made a bedding henagi sao. And they was just going crazy. I never seen that many people line up. The whole room was full and everything was gone. I sold like, mm. I, I didn't even sell. I, I gave away, I donated 100 empanadas, wow. 100 plates of bedding. I mean, and I, I, been, yeah. Yeah. And was, like, <laughs> I probably wasn't working there at the time, but it was I was gone in an hour. They was putting empanadas in their pockets. And yeah. people don't realize, like, you could also, like, cooking is a passion for you. Yes. You like to do that. I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people that also um, branched off into after school making a business and doing meal plans. I know my friend Jeff, he makes meal plans, and it's like soul food, though. It's not vegan. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that shit is good. But just to get, a like, an idea. We're going to tag him. That's why. You I have more people who request the... Um, Meal plans? Why did I forget? Okay. Um, are they more vegan or non-vegan? I just want to know, like, what are people so doing mostly, nowadays? So it's been, I've been doing this for a long time. Well, what happens initially is I'll give them what they want. Mm-hmm. And the minute that they trust me and they're eating my food, they're like, yo, E, this food is amazing. Like, I just, just here's money and I'll give right. you, like, just cook for me, whatever. Whatever it is. So I'll cook them vegan food and then the minute they, they start seeing it. the results... They're like, oh my God, it's so good. Because honestly, a lot of these dishes, a lot of these vegetables and a lot of this vegan stuff, we already eaten. Right. We eating on the regular. I can make a brown rice sauteed with some garlic and ginger, broccoli. You feel it's me? It's different with that. It's the type, it's, it's the meats that I'm having a problem with. Like the mm-hmm. jackfruit and the soy. Like I don't like neither of that. Like the texture Yo, or anybody cooking it. I'm not going to like, hold uh, you. Uh, uh, it's disgusting. like, do you ever walk outside <laughs> And you look at a chicken and you're like, yo, I miss eating a like a chicken. Like no one desires to eat an actual chicken or like a, a cow. What you desire is the texture mm-hmm. that, that that feels like. And when you're able to cook or paint or anything, you're able to change your ingredient and you're able to or color and you're able to manipulate that and make that into anything you want. Um but once again, this 15 years cooking. So a lot of people, you've been cooking two or three years. I'm talking 15 years in the prime of my life. Wow. So, like, I worked for Gordon Ramsay at 23. I, oh, really? Um, yeah, I worked that's at the lit. London Hotel. Oh, that's wow. really nice. I almost that's said really no nice. to that job. That is I almost major. said no to that job. Why? Because was, I was like, yo, it's very stressful. Do I want to do that? And you did it. And I went home. I spoke to my brother. And my brother was like, yo, 
it's Gordon Ramsay. You got to take that. And then the next morning, bow. Took it. And I did great. Yeah. That really showed me, like, that, like, I belong. Because I was 23. I was my first. Um, They call them Michelin ratings. So, this one to three stars. And that was a two-star Michelin restaurant. So, you're talking, like, top 20 restaurants right. in New York City. Well, Gordon Ramsay, anything with his name on it. Yeah. Elite. Yeah. So, our, our last podcast, we realized that there's different um sections in a restaurant. Like, there's they could be a... a sauce line a noodle line and does did that teach you like how to be a team player would you say that you're a team player when you work at home like do you do you rather what the oh. do you rather work <laughs> Tell me I'm on the same vibe. I, I just I don't know what I almost do? had something in my mouth y'all I'm oh, so stressed oh shit, my god it had length on it, it. yeah that it was... really smacked me <laughs> in my mouth and it came out of that. nowhere it was like oh a my UFO god. yeah okay Back um she hand she dodged that like UFO. boxing <laughs> I'm dead. I was different. Oh my god! Wow. That was different. Yeah. Okay, so do you like mm-hmm. to be a team player, or would you rather cook by yourself? Do you feel like you're better in the kitchen by yourself, or so would you low. like to be people, or Yo, you feel like it's stressful? Or? Listen, I tell you, all my budding entrepreneurs, all my young people, you only gonna go as far as your team. Like, Period. Like, that's some good advice. You only gonna go as far as your team. So if figure it out like you only gonna go as far as your team that's all i'm talking about that what chef do you go ahead go ahead no 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 go go admire your team yes major (laughs) key alert remember when Khaled was dropping those keys just ad lib that shit to death remember when Khaled was dropping those keys and y'all wasn't listening i said what i said (laughs) you will only go as far as your team i have the best media team i got the best manager in the world awesome that's big that's the if the the major thing is your foundation. Everything else after that, once you have a solid foundation, that shit is just work. Facts. Shit it's just play. Work. And if you got a real good it's foundation, just that, it's just play. Right. You're yeah. right. You're right. It's fun. It's, it's fun. just a game. This is this is what we do. And that's what entrepreneurship is really about. Ooh. Loving what you do and doing it on a daily basis without stressing about it. Um, you said something about like how um, positive restaurant experience is like something that you focus on. And I know that like Yelp is big nowadays, and we've had actually Birdie. some experiences in restaurants. She met the and, Yelpers, right? No, we're, we're I, about I to be always say, Yelpers you know what? Soon. I'm gonna Yelp, cause and I'm like, Courtney, we should start Yelping, cause nah, this we have is fucking to. crazy. We be at restaurants, and I, I know to. I pay too much money for yeah. somebody to be talking crazy to me. Yeah. As cheap, right? <laughs> what is positive restaurant experience remember. to you as a chef? Somebody on the back end. What's a what's a positive restaurant experience? I have a completely different perspective because mm-hmm. I've um, I've slept in these restaurants. Right. You feel me? Um, so anytime I get food from a restaurant, you know I'm appreciative because I know how much hard work came out of there, right. and I try to tip really well. And mm-hmm. I try. Yeah, Courtney definitely believes in that. I try to Still really learning. show. Yeah, I, w- I worked in the system. <laughs> yeah, we all tips did. make you, yeah. you know, tips give you I'm that like, confidence. I'm gonna give her like, five right, dollars. Courtney be like, um, that's not. I'm going to share with y'all a story. I'm going to share with y'all a story. Real quick. That 20%. I'm not cheap, baby, but come on, bitch. We're going to split the bill together, right? I put five, you put 20. You feel how you feel. I feel how I feel. I feel how I feel. Come on, Yo, they got the craziest sound effects of all time. No deadass alert. Deadass alert. I like that. Boom. But go ahead. Oh, we oh listen real quick. I had a hostess who had cancer. Me as a chef, 
Um, you know, I, I worked a lot of restaurants, fire a lot of people, hire a lot of people. I had a hostess who had cancer and still would come in every day and work. So you never know what that person going through. You right. feel me? So real quick, like anytime I get frustrated with someone in a restaurant, I'm like, yo, you could be that hostess that had cancer and was just trying to uh, make her rent. So that's it. We're not going to get too emotional, but Aww. that's it. Just All think right, about that. Since we want to ask one I more question, I just wanted to hear what your experience was on that. Like, what you from just working at 50 restaurants, like. It's fine. I mean, like. I'm grateful that everything happened. I mean, them restaurants is tough. Them restaurants is a very, you talking about, you have to learn in a very militaristic system. You can't make mistakes. A lot of our jobs, you can't make mistakes, but with cooking, if you throw a little bit too much cumin, you throw a little bit too much garlic, you cook the mushrooms for a little bit too long, mm -hmm. you don't serve up the food the same time as like someone else. Right. If teamwork's 100% on point, you're constantly talking to each other. So I'm picking up a steak and I'm like, I had six steaks are going up in three minutes, four bolognese are going up in two. Uh, rigatoni's going up in one and I got uh, it's a process the foie gras coming up in seven and everyone's counting down at the same time because I'm cooking the foie gras but he's cooking the mushrooms and another guy's making the bread and they all gotta come out at the same time so that kitchen life is it's like you know like any wow, click I need a good eats right yeah. Now. I just, yeah I got That's super hungry, hungry when you just said yeah. I wanted whatever I imagine yeah. I want that shit each, hot on a plate right yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's like that's like <laughs> what? Chef E get busy. Tao? That's like, you think Tao yeah. do that shit? You think my shit came out that fast for Hell my yeah, birthday? That, was that shit was like that. Yeah, I'm I mean, my, you know I wanted these motherfuckers to sing happy birthday to me. And, and yeah, I looked at the table. Tao and say sing happy birthday. And I'm like, would though. I was, yo, but I was it's so, not, I was so sad if that I was there, I would have got Tiff. I would have got her the sparklers and seven people singing. Like, oh. And that's all I we wanted. Gonna take out. We my gonna take sister out. and Courtney looked at me stupid. They was like, bitch. I was like, you see Come a bill? They not gonna fucking say happy birthday. Bro, <laughs> we was in town. I just seen freaking Candy Burris and her and her Todd Burris walk walking. These are millionaires. Yeah, we seen mad people. Right Actually, that night we did family. see a lot of people. We did. It'd be see. like they not singing happy birthday and I'll bring that out. I'll bring out the the but heads. I, yeah, but I was just. You know, Never I thought know. it was Chinese food that was fancy. I didn't know that <laughs> nah. they didn't wear sing. If it I knew Chinese that, food, that's fancy, I would have nah. been like, let's go somewhere low key and nah, have them say happy birthday. is high key. Yeah, Tao is high, high key. key. Uh, man, they bougie, cut. Bougie, bougie. All right, Tiff got the. It's a party. Hey, Tiff got the 411. Hey, Tiff got the 411. I said, Tiff got the 411. So, what the fuck? Good news. Skirt. All right, so. I don't know where y'all want to start. Y'all want to start with Blueface with two bitches or y'all want to start off with Trump and his racist ass? I want to talk about Puerto Rico. Fuck Trump. I mean, Trump. Okay, so we can talk about we can talk about Puerto Rico and then we can talk about the racist. So first off, we're just going to go through what the week has. of Trump could get it. Trump dead ass told four people of different nationalities to go back to their country. If you don't like it, you can go. Yo, what country First is Trump off, from? You can go. He's motherfucker. The, the, he's Who not from he here. Was the, the sad part is, I think he's from here, and the whole kill is America is supposed to be a melting pot. Right. So the fact that you're on, that. yeah, like how are you the president of the United States and you just you're telling people to go back to where they live? That is crazy. When everybody that lives here, majority, ain't from here. Ain't mm -hmm. from here. So the fact that you have the nerve to come out. And say that it's crazy. And there was a um a lot of people, Ortiz, which is um one of Courtney's favorite yeah, um, politicians. My baby, she um Shout out to the Bronx. Yeah, shout yes. out to the Bronx. She <laughs> she actually was the first one to come out and tweet, like, Are you serious? Like, mm -hmm. you serious? Like this this can't be you cannot try to be in an election and you don't even like 
the people around you that are out here trying to vote for you and be for you. Right. So obviously you're not for us. Right. So therefore, you guys, from that statement, I'm just saying you guys need to realize who you're voting for in 2020. Mm-hmm. Look, so look there into are this. even there are apps that you can use that um you I will I will shout them out at the end. I have to look them up. But um there are apps that you can use to find out where you should be voting or where you should put your vote. So definitely look into that. You should not be out here lost in the sauce and you have to vote. We're going through. We're going through a bad. We're going through a horrible. We're going through a horrible thing. Yeah. <laughs> Trump got Trump started a fight with everybody. Trump. I don't know. He. I think he like he like the six time nine of politicians. Like this is different. And what's going on in Puerto Rico? <laughs> yeah, that's what. Like Puerto Rico. Wow, man. The governor in Puerto Rico. So this all started with. Um, we all know about Maria and the underreported deaths in oh, Puerto yes. Rico. Um, we're talking a huge um, number. I wish, yo, it, I wish we had a stat person. We bring up the stat person, right. like, yo, with the stats. But anyway, grossly, I'm sure there. <laughs> grossly underreported right. uh, death toll in Puerto Rico. Uh, one, um, two. Um, Ricardo Rossello is uh, he just got leaked a bunch of text messages where he was talking about. Um, he was he's being misogynistic in the text messages. He's just being arrogant. Um, disrespecting the people of Puerto Rico and they were leaked and it, it was even as, as petty as he took a picture with a, 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 a bigger gentleman and he was making fun of this guy's weight in, the, in these text messages between his staff and then oh the third strike was all these funds and this is one of the reasons I am worried about giving a charity and I do my own charity events that's that's what as you should facts as you should facts because mm-hmm. then you know exactly where the money as you right. should all these as funds federal funds state funds the people's money he um him and his cabinet members uh from the hurricane maria uh relief they mismanaged all this money the people never saw the money and they try to use big vocabulary words. Listen, we gave we gave him a bunch of money, and the money did not go to his people in Puerto Rico. And if we know anything about Puerto Ricans, we are very proud. And for you to have leaked text messages making fun of the people, and Puerto Rico has suffered so much. You feel oh me? God. Like we are uh, completely colonized over there, and we trying to struggle for our independence, and we have economic collapses. Right. And to have a governor that's supposed to stand up, and and and. Man, man, like we want him gone. Um, the people have been protesting in Puerto Rico. People have been protesting all around the United States. He needs to go. So the hashtag right now is Renuncia, re, um, Renuncia Ricardo. I what think. does that mean? We'll double check that. But his name is Ricardo Rosello. Oh, so Renuncia means okay. we want him to resign. Right. So there's also Puerto Rico Libre. Um, That's right. Yeah. So. That's I'm telling you, it's the world is really honestly crazy right now. And thank you for dropping that information because we yeah, really I didn't know. No idea. Well, um, definitely about this Puerto Rico Maria. and the yeah hurricane. Don't as even well. feel guilty. There's a lot going on in the world. You feel yeah. me? We got our hands full with Trump. You gotta um, check. Google. Yes, Trump. Trump. Guys, ASAP Rocky just got locked up in Sweden, <laughs> and they won't let him go. Let this man out, they will bro. not let this man, this man go. Like three weeks, he is arrested. In a Swedish jail. They saying that he won't get out until July twenty first. So now Trump released the statement for ASAP Rocky, stating ASAP Rocky Trump. is bro, a situation. Bro, stand the fuck up. We Trump got 
Trump Trump says, it is crazy. Fuck? Trump says ASAP Rocky is a situation in Sweden, a great country and friends of mine and lead and the leadership. Trump says, and we're going to talk to them. Um, we're going to start a membership of African American community to have called friends of mine and say that you can help. You a personality don't. Um, it says I'm personally. I personally. I per, right. I personally don't know ASAP Rocky, but I. I, I can tell you um, he has a tremendous support from the African-American community in the country. When I say African-American, I think I can say um, for everybody in the country because we're all one. I have been called by so many people asking me to help ASAP Rocky. So basically... Harlem. Basically, Stand Kanye West... So Made basically, Kanye West was like, just spoke to Kanye West about his friend ASAP Rocky in, car, in um, incarceration. Trump wrote, I will be calling the very talented Prime Minister of Sweden to see what we can do to help ASAP Rocky. Trump and Ye free ASAP Rocky. This is really becoming like Trump a and book. Kim Kardashian freed ASAP Rocky. Right. Are you serious? Trump this is what our world is coming to. And Kanye we call free We call Kanye from Sweden. and ASAP, and he says, "Oh, hey Trump, we're gonna call um the prime minister. Can you call the prime minister? Because ASAP yeah, doesn't belong right. in prison this right is a now. Cartoon. He has to get out. Are you it is serious? A this is a joke. Did you just hear what I just said? I just read you a fucking tweet. <laughs> the whole fucking." It was a fucking tweet. That ass alert. We learned from a tweet that Kim crazy. K, Donald Trump, and Kanye West crazy? are going to save ASAP Rocky from a Swedish prison. That's Just crazy. now on LNC the Pod. What? This is what we're dealing with in America, where if you have money, the law is in your favor. So I hear right. you if you forgot like about Puerto Rico for a minute, because this mm-hmm. is getting real colorful over right. here. You feel me? It's getting real different. I'm just, I'm just, Yay I'm to just. the rescue. Maybe Ye's playing the whole time. You feel me? Well, listen, no. listen, listen. If that's what no it takes. No free passes for Ye. If that's what it takes. You know, Saudi Arabia had this blow up with this bullshit. I don't want to get too much into that because it's very it heartbreaking. It canceled a lot, a lot of, it canceled but a lot of artists from going. 50, Future, Nikki. Nikki. They did not okay. want to go. So now that But they now Janet Jackson can- is going though. They picked up some bread. And then they canceling their shows. Shout and out to Janet Now Jackson. the world is like, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia. That should have been talked about before Nikki dragged it. So Saudi Yo, Arabia was it, basically, you know? the reason why Nikki didn't want to go to Saudi Arabia was because of the criticism on the human rights violation of the government. Right. So just to put that out there Listen. so that we know. I'm just happy people, like, if they get it late or they get it early, some of us in life are meant to get information early, and maybe we're supposed to pass that to the people that are late on it. So as long as people are getting it and talking about it. It's true. You feel me? I believe that, too. That's it. Maybe it's our job. Don't get frustrated when you're the first one to be like, yo, why no one talking about this? Maybe it's your job to pass that forward. Right. Deadass alert. You feel me? (laughs) Blueface got two girlfriends, y'all. We Shout gonna we not gonna forget that he has Shout two girlfriends. Blueface. I think one of them There's he has a baby with. That probably got ten girlfriends. We don't no, know. No, but the way that they communicate with each other is extremely phenomenal. <laughs> they have met. It's, I think it's actually kind yeah. of beautiful. They I'm not even gonna lie. Communication. Yes. Shout out to Blueface. They take pictures. Even though the way that he talks to them is a little ridiculous. How does like, he talk to them? Like he be like, she be like, don't say that about me. He be like, bitch, shut up. 
I might have to take this cosign back, bro. You what? Yeah, no, take that back. Shut up. I want to be involved in this too much. There's two shorties and one guy, and they arguing. That's a lot of arguing. I ain't My thing is, is that I can't even get along with one person. So, two, that's a fucking stress in itself. But you got money. Maybe one person only giving you half of what you need. <laughs> yeah, I was about to go all into that, but I'm like, let that ass alert. We had nah. all of <laughs> I really I'm not gonna do this. this. Take it off. Stuff it off. going on uptown in the Bronx and Washington Heights. I just, you know, I wish that would just calm down a little bit. Yeah, so. me too. Also, a little bit on Eric Gardner. Okay, guys, do not get too mad. So, the police officer got off on federal charges. He still has um, other charges to face, so he can still lose his job. Man. So it's not he's not going to be punished for what he does. It's up to the state commissioner now and um, what's going to go on. But um, as in Mayor de Blasio was in a... Um, Mayor de Blasio sat down with the Breakfast Club and they had a conversation. And basically he was saying that he believes, you know, the state commissioner is going to do the best that he can to, you know, figure out the situation. Which means Mm. hopefully this man will lose his job. So let's cross our fingers and just have some hope. How y'all feel about this? Mayor de Blasio was in, like, he was a mayor at that point. So it would be like, he's for the people. You know what I'm saying? He stands for the people, so it will kind of be a slap in the face if he doesn't do anything. And his whole thing was where he's for the people, and he's for not police bruta- brutality. And, you know, he believes in that law enforcement should have a guide, and, you know, he believes in his community. So I believe that, Tiffany, according to Mayor de Blasio, listen, hold there on. will be some type of justice. Your nails is fire. I wish y'all could see this right now. We're going to drop the video. <laughs> Her nails are so fleeky. Loving Shout out nails. to New York. But listen, <laughs> as a black woman... How do you, do you feel that relations with police are going to get better? Not at all. Um, It's not. But everything, I believe, starts somewhere. Look at how... First off, I believe that also the past always comes back and replays itself. Like, you feel me? Our future is going to replay itself and it's doing it right now. You feel mm-hmm. me? We're going through a whole shade of racism that we never thought that we would ever see. I thought racism was over. I never knew that people could be racist. <laughs> like, I'm like, what the hell? I know. Like, it's, it's actually really kind of scary. I'm like, wow, people are really believing racism. Like, this is a thing. Like, and it's honestly mm-hmm. a thing. And it's so dragging. It's, and it's dragging. So it's the fact that, like, now I'm being brought up in a play, in an environment where it's racism and it's um, sexual abuse. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, you mm-hmm. feel me? It's like, we're only at a time where we can just take what it is now. So it's like... Do I think that he's going to get, like, or is there going to be um, precautions for his, what, for his for his doings? Yes, I do. Because it can't be. Like, it will be too much. Mm-hmm. It will be too much for him to just go unpunished. Federal laws, he's quitted. He's gooch. But to not lose their job is crazy. There's a video of this man beating this nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel me? To death. You feel me? Taking, like, there's. I, I hear her. I hear a lot of words, though. Mm-hmm. You just got to believe in the gu- how- you got to believe in the system and that's what that's where the lack is. Black people don't believe in the system. Do you so I you believe be- in Mayor de Blasio cuz if he doesn't we elected will, him. You you believe that black and uh police relations will get better in New York City. I've been in a community where black relations were was worse. It was it was a problem. So I went to school in Baltimore and it was a problem. Like mm. you feel me? That stuff was a problem. So it's like now I'm here and it's like there's more culture, there's more diversity and it's still a problem. So therefore like therefore like there's only one thing you could do is try to trust the system. Like if the system fails you, then you know, we'll follow up with something better, but I had a conversation with a older 
older group of people, and we were talking about why black people don't protest. Talk to your elders. Why do, why don't black people protest? Why do why do Asians protest? Why do the immigrants go outside and protest? Why don't mm-hmm. black people protest? And mm-hmm. why when they want to do something, they add it on Instagram or it's an at name or it's a day thing? You know why is it? Because we're scared of the repercussions. So maybe I feel like black people protest. There's a reason some black people. When you ever don't see protest. a black people protest, or you see a black people looting? I was in a whole black post hold me on, protest and it was loot. I think she's saying current day, today. I think current I'm day. I'm not talking black. about yeah, Black Panthers. Like I'm, I'm not seeing, talking about that. No, no, no. I'm talking about <laughs> current day black people protest. You also have to worry about. The harm anytime that there's a group of black, black males, people, yeah, it's you feel violence, me? and that's like no. Nah, I'm saying that the, you know you have a high danger of getting shot. That's the main right, reason why right. cops people don't. Pull up and don't black know people how to don't act. talk to but cops. But you just right, saying that right. is exactly why black people don't protest. Do you understand? No, I'm saying I'm saying <laughs> black people do. We you got to give shout outs to all the organizations that are protesting yes. peacefully, yes. but. Like the There's, danger to some people that are like, yo, I don't want to deal with that is that I might get shot off this right. easy. This ain't going to be no regular protest. This is going to be like, yo, go home right now. This is going to be a problem. And it comes from, and you see, ex- that's exactly what I'm saying. Black people mm-hmm. don't protest because due to the fact it's dangerous for us. Right. It's a oh, danger for us. Circle. You feel me? It's a danger for us. It's not I like we're Asian. No, it's, it's, that that's what, it's not like we're Asian and we're walking around right. with saying, okay, immigration laws, immigration right. laws. And even going us. back to Big Eric Garner, his daughter, people probably looking at that. Sh- Did you see her going off in yeah. front of the crowd? People probably looking at people who are ignorant and don't know about the situation are looking at that like, oh, look at this black, look at this black angry woman. Right? I mean, yeah. what is she angry for? Right. But this is people who don't know the situation. But if yeah. it was another, if it was a white woman, ooh, yeah. let's look into this. Let's read into this. What's this I mean, about? You just gotta I mean, look but at if it was a white woman, there wouldn't be this much media. She yo, wouldn't even be on TV. Listen, there would we, even be we'll talk there, about, he would be in jail you feel right, me right. there would be no repercussions there would be no right. there, there would be no, there would be no fight, fight for a federal right, there would right, be none of that right. there would be nothing of that oh, we're going through this because this is the time that we're seeing and it's really happening again and it's either we change it now or we sit and let history replay itself mm-hmm. period I got faith in the people and I think that the people are opening up and they really seeing things uh, we can even talk about a lot of times the media is not even pulled in a lot of the facts. But when you have people on Instagram, the Internet, they're mm-hmm. really putting these people on trial in right. front of everyone, in front of their peers. Puerto Rico, the whole protest in Puerto Rico, there's a hashtag for right. that. There's, there's a bunch of people involved in that. In Jeffrey that, Epstein, showing. we're talking about the sex trafficking. There's right. hashtags for that. Because the way that it's portrayed in the media, they word it differently. They'll say billionaire tycoon mm-hmm. gets brought up on federal charges. Right. Nah, bro. That dude was out here um, having, they'll say 2 chains has two girlfriends. This guy had 14 girlfriends, and it was all underage. Like, what do you, like, what's the, there's a big difference. And it's just the way it's worded in the media. So Mm -hmm. I think the people are really putting the That's why R. Kelly got slammed. I'm just going to go back. (laughs) The only reason why Trump even cared about ASAP being locked up is because of Melania. And that's crazy. Melania was like, yo. Y'all have to do something. Right. This man is overseas and he's locked up in Sweden and nobody knows why he's locked up. Shout out to Melania? so it's Melania. It's Melania. Melania, Kim Wait. K, Kanye, Donald on? Trump. All people I don't to the rescue of ASAP Rocky. Hold on, story's not over in a Swedish prison. You shit Amy uh, or you can't? It sound like a this comic book. You shit Amy or you can't? Right this is definitely a comic book, bro. This is crazy. So I definitely do wanna um just go back. 
I wanted to talk about El Chapo. The reason why I wanted to talk about El Chapo is how do you have 30 years in jail and then you still want 13 bill? He's coming out. He's coming out. He's coming out. What did he just make his make his plan to Mexico? 13, 13, 13 bills. 13 billion dollars. 13 billion dollars. That's it? That's what I'm saying. And he said that in, in the, in the statement, he said that his wife, he said they said, okay, so you have to give them 13 bill. He said he stuck up his hand, gave the okay to his wife. His wife shook, gave him a head nod, and she gave him 13 bill. So tell me that nigga's not sitting in jail. You're going to put somebody in jail and then out. take your money? He's coming out. <laughs> He's coming out. out. Nah, He's coming out. He just paid shit. his debt to Mexico. He done, he done paid his debt just now. He just made Mexico a little closer to the United States. 13 bill? I don't know nothing. <laughs> 13 bill? The way she's saying, I don't know nothing about it. I just know that man got out a lot of times. No, he got 30 years, though. Exactly. And he gets so, out of jail. I'm not going to. So the, I think the reason why he they asked him for the money is because they know he's coming out. I don't know nothing about that. That's a dangerous man. I ain't touching that. That's what I'm saying. The yeah, man I'm is dangerous. Gonna... Then you're just going to be like. That. And the man said, he, <laughs> but he said that he was in like some very nasty like conditions for prison. Like he was being treated like the end of the stick. I mean, when you. Listen, I ain't touching that. <laughs> right, don't even say shit. No, no parts no part of that. I usually be wanting to drag it out with my news, but I think that's enough news I mean, your news one. was fire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I you dead I, yo, you dead ass just wrote like a whole comic with that. Melani <laughs> Trump, Kanye West, right. Donald Trump. It's a lot of jokes that just happened. Go and now. save ASAP Rocky from yeah, the Yeah, that's a clown prison. right there from prison. With the statement dropped, that's that's what this nigga actually is tweeted. ASAP, is ASAP gonna have another prison story? Because the last one he's talking about, he's about people to be was slipping on. Remember y'all? Y'all heard that one? They were slipping on sperm. No. Ew. Yo, he had a story with Casanova on the Breakfast Club or whatever, and he was talking about a fight in prison and that people was slipping on 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 semen. Oh, it's on. Nah, the, yo, it's a hilarious. Y'all gotta was check it DJ that. Esco or Future that got locked up? DJ Esco. That nigga got locked up. It's uh, I, what? For I didn't think 66 nights crazy. I think 56 nights. What is Why it he got locked up? I did 66. Yeah, these niggas was he trying to bring weed. weed. These niggas trying to bring weed. They locked DJ Esco for weed. And he was in what? What was it? Oh, where does everybody go there? The UK, I think. No, That's it's not the UK. Crazy. Everybody goes there and they spend bread. Niggas, Germany. Dubai. Niggas went oh, to Dubai. Dubai. Niggas went to Dubai. And tried to bring weed. They locked, I think, 56 nights they crazy. ASAP is oh. about to come back and drop something fire, y'all. Nah, yeah. He's about to come Yo, back and drop something fire. Right. That's an old story. That's why she... Mm-hmm. Right. No, I love, I love, no, nah, I love me some future. I love me I some mean, future. I mean, future really changed the game. He he gave out all that work. You feel DJ me? DJ Escrow. Feel me? Gucci future. future. Nah, Gucci. Yes. Gucci. Right future. now, Don't on, on God, Gucci. DJ Mustard got Ooh. the fire. That Heard that's you. what what is it called? Ten something? Hey, Whatever it's hey, called, hey, that hey. shit is some fire. Alright. We we gonna play it. But we gonna play it. What song is The DJ Mustard. DJ Mustard. Any song on DJ Mustard while he wraps up his little wrap up. We'll play it in the back. Okay, so I just wanna know one thing, one thing only. Let's what is your it. favorite cuisine to cook? And what yeah, let's start there. Got to, I'm definitely going to say it has to be Puerto Rican because that, that bring me memories of being on the block, being like grown up. Puerto Ricans make, uh, what is it called, el paye? No idea what she said. Come again. El paye with the... Paella? Paella! Definitely, el paella! That is the national dish of <laughs> Spain. Right. I'm trying to go there. I think She's I'm pressed. Like, I think that's why I'm pressed. We can talk about that. I'm pressed. I'm pressed. 
my where, friend. Where do you want to go? You want to go to Puerto Rico? We want to go back to Spain. I think I want to go to Spain. We can talk about Spain. Paya is lit. You got to make sure that the um the rice is crispy on the top. I really want some. Ooh. If somebody, you can make that. Ooh. Oh yeah, make fuck, that. I'm hungry. Right. Right. Just well, we might go grab some tacos. I, I hated my friend. I haven't seen her all week. Maybe I'll grab tacos. some tacos with her bitch ass. Hey. I love her. I might, I might tag along. Let's see if I get an invite, guys. Brah, you're oh, not invited because you didn't fucking bring well, my plane. Oh yeah, you can at least travel. He showed us a nice picture of it. He didn't even. The man, he, he listen. He told me macaroni and cheese and kufka rice. Kufka rice. Gaffa waffle rice. rice. I looked it up and it was some fire ass rice with other shit in it. I was like, fried rice with shit in it. It's First lit. of all, that was a chaffa rice. A chaffa. What, what I say? Chaffa, chaffa rice. Put it down. Chaffa's Peruvian rice. It, yeah, Peruvian right. rice. Yeah. I, was, I looked it up. I was supposed to say that. But Didn't listen, say. we can go out and eat something. Facts. Eat something yeah, we are hungry. Shout out to Puerto Rico. No, he gotta go. Rosello to gotta Rico. go. Rosello gotta go right now. Amen. Listen, thank you so much for being on this show. Thank you. Yo. Holding it down, spreading the wisdom. Please, spreading please that love. tell us your at. Yo, you got to find me at Long Live Eddie. That's it. Long Live Eddie, E-D-D-I-E. And we got Veggie Frito NYC. Oh, just a little add-in. You can catch this man at the Bronx Market. And he be there. Um, When is the Bronx Market? Every other weekend? I post everything on my IG. Come take a look. The Bronx Market is lit. Go get your eats. He be there. Right. We were there. I'm there. Veggie Bronx free though. Um, yeah, guys, you already know. Subscribe. The LNC the pod. Subscribe, nigga. Subscribe. We, we ain't doing this for dropping. fun. Can you please rate us? Just five stars. Five stars. That's all you got to yeah, do. Yeah, just five, five stars. stars. <laughs> it's not even going to do anything for your Cinco support, estrellas. support. Cinco estrellas. Cinco estrellas. Papa. Like a hotel. Willie. All right, Late Night Safe, we love you. We out. Mwah. Peace, love, energy. Bless. Don't take me out for tacos. What's up? Ooh. Ooh.